Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Jamel Sanders Podcast, a division of Jamel Sanders International, where we are empowering leaders to make a difference in the world. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, depending on where you are in the world. It is Saturday, November 18, 2023. And I welcome you to another edition of the Jamel Sanders Podcast. Can you believe how fast the time is going? We are coming to the end of November and very closely um, ending into the month of December and getting ready to close out this year. I hope that you are staying focused and motivated and moving toward your vision, your goals, your intentions and whatever it is that you are endeavoring to accomplish. But I do want to stop for a moment and say thank you so much for joining us for another edition of the Jamel Sanders Podcast. I want to say hello to anybody that may be listening to this podcast for the very first time. Thank you so much for taking the time out of your life, your day, your schedule to join us for another edition of the Jamel Sanders Podcast. This is so much more than a show. This is a platform that we have created to empower individuals to fulfill purpose and maximize their greatest potential. And through intriguing conversations, inspiring guests, intentional tools and strategies, legendary wisdom, we want to help you live your greatest life every day. It's been the mission from inception more than a decade ago, and it will always be the mission and intention of this platform. And I'm so honored that I get to serve you and do life with you. I also want to say hello to those of you that are non regular listeners to the podcast, whether that be on Apple whether that be on Stitcher, whether that be on Google, whether that be on Spotify or iHeartRadio or Luminary or Audible or Amazon or any platform that I may not have named, thank you so much for being a part of this platform and giving me the opportunity to do life with you in real time. I would love to connect with all of you beyond this show. You can find out more information about me by going to www.jamelsanders.com. Again, that's www.jamelsanders.com. There you'll find a plethora of empowerment resources and tools all aimed at helping you live a greater life. You'll find out more about me and the work I'm doing around the world. Beyond this podcast, I am the founder and CEO of Jamel Sanders International, LLC, a global management consulting advisory firm. I work with leaders in the public and private sector. I empower them and advise and consult them and give them strategy so that they can be more effective, they can lead change in organizations, governments, and nations, and they can move the world forward. And so you can find out more about my work, conferences, seminars, symposiums, keynotes, all of the great things we're doing on our website. You'll also find a link to sign up for my newsletter. Um, I love sending out the newsletter and connecting with my community. You can find out how to subscribe there on the home page. You'll also find a link to all of my social media platforms with the exception of TikTok, which I believe is official Jamel Sanders, and Threads, which I believe is official Jamel Sanders. So I look forward to connecting with you. I am active on social, and I look forward to hearing from you and learning how the method of empowerment has impacted your life. Moving along, as you know, earlier this year I did release my breakthrough journal 
Um, anybody that knows me knows I have been journaling for a very long time, and I was having a conversation with a very good friend of mine about journaling earlier this year, and I told him, you know, I'm really into customized journals right now. And I said, I think I should do something around that at some point. And they said, you absolutely should. And within an hour, maybe an hour and a half, I had gone from concept to market. I had found a distributor. I had found um, someone to put a journal together for me. I had done all of that work, and an hour later it was for sale for sale, excuse me, and this friend was like, Jamel, you were really serious about that, but um, that's how I am. I'm an action taker, and uh, people have been reaching out and telling me how they're enjoying the Breakthrough Journal. I love it. I take it with me everywhere. It's gone all across the country with me this year, um, and I love my Breakthrough Journal. I believe it's a powerful tool to help you uh, write your goals, clarify your vision, and to begin to script new possibilities for your life. If you follow this podcast regularly, you know that I give you a lot of Breakthrough Journal assignments, and uh, what better way to do those assignments than to grab a hold of this tool um, I know it's going to be a great benefit to you, and it's going to enrich your life. Journaling is just so powerful, and it has transformed my life in so many ways. And so without further ado, this has been a whirlwind of a week. I was a good friend of mine. We were having a conversation a few days ago, and they say, how are you? And I say, I'm I'm, I'm, I'm doing um, it's a big week. Anytime you're in the middle of launching a new product, there's a lot that goes into it, and I don't even know if the public knows the magnitude that goes into launching something um, that you've been working on for quite some time. But as many of you know, and some may not, uh, this week I released my 12th book. Yes, I did say 12. Um, it's still hard for me to believe because I just remember writing one, and I remember how hard it was to write that first book. And I've I thought I was done. It's like, okay, I wrote one, I'm finished, checked it off the list. And here we are 12 books later, and I'm still writing, and I'm so excited. This book is called Wounds, Incubating Prophetic Promises for Prophetic Fulfillment. If you read Pressure, uh, this is the sequel to Pressure. And uh, this is really the sequel. Uh, there was so much more that I wanted to put in Pressure but pressure started to get lengthy, and I said, I have to cut this off. And so Wounds is that sequel to the book. And Wounds is powerful because there is no prophetic promise that will ever manifest in your life without a prophetic process. This book delves into the prophetic process. I delve into the principle of incubation and how there are things incubating over your life, awaiting a set time of manifestation. I talk about contending for your prophetic future and ultimately how to manifest those things that have been destined for your life. I delve into the power of crises and how crises has been a powerful catalyst for breakthrough and transformation in my own life and so much more. This is a tool and a resource that you need in your library because no matter where you are in your life, we all go through crises, we all go through challenges, we all go through difficulties. And how you navigate seasons of turbulence and trial and tribulation in your life is by having the proper tools. And so I believe that Wounds is a powerful resource 
and tool that is going to empower you for success and ultimately empower you to manifest your prophetic destiny. And so Wounds is available. You can go right now to Amazon, Kindle, Nook, and most book retailers and distributors have access to Wounds. I know it's going to benefit your life in a tremendous way, and just stay tuned. We have a lot of uh, promotional things planned over the next few weeks and months as we get this message into the hands of people around the world. So, again, this is my 12th book. It's Wounds, Incubating Prophetic Promises for Prophetic Fulfillment. I know it's going to benefit your life. This is a deeply spiritual book. So just as pressure was, this is another spiritual book. You know I'm a man of faith. I believe that if you will put these laws and principles into motion, your life will be changed, just as they have changed my life and the lives of others. And finally, before we take a quick break, I want to say if you've ever gotten any value or benefit out of this podcast, I need you to do me a favor. Go right in the um, Apple Podcast app on your phone or right on the Spotify app, and I want you to leave a review for the podcast. Why is that important? Because I believe that there are more people in the world that are looking for the message of empowerment. And your reviews, your feedback, your insights is going to help them land on the empowerment tools and resources that they need. I also believe that it's important because it helps in terms of analytics and visibility for the show. And most of all, it helps us to gauge what you're getting and learning and gaining from this platform as you listen. So uh, give an honest review uh, what what you think, and if it has benefited you or enriched your life in some way, I would love, excuse me, to hear uh, from you about how this work is impacting you. So thank you in advance for that. I want to take a quick break, and I want to dive right into this topic today. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Jamel Sanders Podcast, empowering leaders to make a difference in the world. All right, welcome back. So we're talking about one of my favorite topics in the whole world today. And, of course, you know that topic is gratitude, an important life pillar. We're coming up on here in the United States anyway Thanksgiving, a very um, important time, festive time. People are excited. They're going to be spending time with family and friends and loved ones and enjoying their favorite dishes and just spending that quality time with loved ones that we all look forward to every year. But I think that so many people really miss um, the larger meaning of Thanksgiving, not just gathering and having turkey and stuffing and all the trimmings that we enjoy, but what gratitude and thanksgiving really represent and how they really are life anchors and pillars. And so I hope that you'll really stay tuned because this is going to be one of those shows that you are going to want to listen all the way through, and this is going to be an episode that you really are going to want to share with somebody because I believe I'm going to share some insights with you that can change your life in a tremendous way. So let's delve into this. I've experienced my share of turbulence in life. However, I never allowed turbulence 
to steal my heart of gratitude. Um, We all go through things in our lives. I don't believe that anybody is exempt from challenges or obstacles or crises in their lives, but in the midst of all of that, I believe that we don't have to allow those experiences to make us bitter or to make us lose the heart and sense of gratitude. If you have followed my work for any length of time, I can guarantee that you have heard me talk about gratitude. Um, I've covered a lot of topics. I've written thousands of articles. I've done so many interviews um, over the years, and it seems like there's never a conversation that gratitude does not come into the equation because it is such an important pillar and part of my life. And I feel like when you start talking about success and greatness and certain prominence or platforms in life, people are looking for certain answers to come from you. And when you say things like gratitude, it's like it can't be that simplistic. It has to be something more complex or difficult, but it's not. It's really an important pillar and anchor in life. And if we will really understand and unleash the force that gratitude is, it will transform us in tremendous ways. I've done lots of interviews, written thousands of articles, and been featured in some of the top magazines in the world. And I'm always asked about how did I become the person that I am today? And, you know, I feel like people are always looking for a certain kind of answer. You know, you work hard. Okay, well, a lot of people are working hard, but they're not successful, so it's more to it than that. Um, Some people are like, um, some people are really smart. Well, there are some people that are really smart that are not successful. So it's more to the equation than the PR-prepared responses that a lot of people give about success. And some people um, answer this question by saying luck or chance or being in the right place at the right time or knowing the right people, et cetera. I believe I am who I am today because of something called gratitude. I could tell you a bunch of gibberish. I could tell you all kinds of stories and things, but I truly believe that I am who I am today and because of this thing called gratitude. Uh, To the undiscerning eye, it's easy to look at my life and assume that I have not gone through anything. However, those that really know me can attest to the adversity that I faced on my journey to destiny. I'm always amazed at the conversations that I've had with people over the years and, you know, people that say, who do you think you are and you don't know what you're talking about and, you know, you haven't gone through this and you haven't gone through that. But the reality is that just because I wear a smile and just because I'm very optimistic and I believe the best and want the best for every person – does not exempt me from going through things in life. I go through things all the time. I just don't wear them like other people do. I don't get immersed in um, trials and tribulations and adversity in life. I understand that it's part of the journey. It's part of my growth and development and evolution and me becoming the person that I was created and destined to be. And so am I going to have a pity party and tell my sad story? Absolutely not. What I am going to do is I'm going to perceive 
the lessons, the wisdom, the insight that this moment in my life is trying to teach me, and I'm going to use that wisdom to fuel my growth and to help me become the greatest expression of who I was created to be. Uh, I want you to understand that no person that has ascended to any height of success or opportunity in the world has not done so without some form of adversity. In fact, if you listen to this podcast over the years, I've told you that in this world, uh, you are going to encounter uh, crises, challenges, and contradictions, but there is something in you called the seed of greatness that has already overcome every challenge, every odd, every opposition. And so when you understand that there's something in you that has already overcome every thing that will ever rise in your life, then it gives you the strength and the fortitude that you need to um, thrive, to endure, and ultimately to overcome it so that you can become everything that you were created and destined to be. People often ask me, how do you keep it all together? Why didn't you fall apart? What kept you from giving up in life? And, you know, I feel like there's a lot of things we could say. There's a lot of responses we could conjure up. But I really believe that, in all honesty, there is no formula for success or destiny. You can talk to ten different people, and everybody is going to give you a different answer or response. Everybody is going to have a unique experience a unique point of view, a unique perspective, a unique thought pattern and process. And so there is no formula for success. I believe that the greatest thing we can do is to listen attentively and intentionally and with discernment and listen for the wisdom that people's lives and experiences can teach us so that we can use all of it to get better. At the end of the day, you are the master of the faith, and you're the captain of your own soul. And so at the end of the day, I always say, if it's going to be, it's up to me. You are responsible for your success. You're responsible for your growth. You're responsible for your development. You are responsible for your mastery. And certain things are not going to happen in your life unless you are willing to engage the process for those things to happen. And a lot of people are frustrated with their lives, and they're frustrated because they're not taking the actions that are going to actually move their lives forward. They're living in a fantasy world, but at some point you have to come out of the dream realm and you have to move into the realm of doing, the realm of action, so that you can see certain things manifest in your life. And I really believe that inaction is the greatest inhibitor of human potential. It's not even your circumstances, it's not your pedigree or your historicity. Most people are where they are because of inaction. And if inaction has kept you here, inaction is going to rule your tomorrow as well if you don't do something different. And so at some point in your life, you have to stop talking about what you're going to do and you have to actually take the steps and the actions that are going to move your life from where you are to where it is that you want to be. In other words, I believe that there are there are life anchors that separate those that succeed from those that fail. Write that down. 
I believe with all my heart that there are life anchors that separate those that succeed from those that fail. Um, One of the greatest privileges for me, and let me say this in proper context, um, in the early years, I did a tremendous amount of mentorship. Um, I mentored a ton of people, and I found myself extremely exhausted. And let me tell you why I found myself so exhausted. I poured all of this time and energy into these individuals trying to mentor them, and I learned that you cannot make a person value something that they don't respect. And so they didn't respect the time, they didn't respect the wisdom, they didn't respect the information, so I removed myself and I made mentorship something more exclusive, something that I only do with a small nucleus of people because not everybody values the wisdom and the insight that you carry. And so if you're not careful, you will pour into empty fountains that are not receptive to growth or change. And so, but in all honesty, mentorship is, excuse me, one of the most, Uh, satisfying and rewarding things that I have done, and it brings me great joy when I mentor individuals that actually respect and value the wisdom and put those things into practice and they see results happen in their lives. And one of the things that I have always told my mentees over the years is I have talked to them about life pillars. Now, I don't have time to go into life pillars with you today because if I did, we wouldn't finish the topic of gratitude. But living with these life pillars and anchors is really the key to separating those that succeed from those that fail. And more than 20 years ago, I started to keep a gratitude journal. I know some people are like, oh, I don't like the gratitude journals. I don't believe in that. You know, it has no power or relevance. But I want you to really listen to what I'm going to share with you today because I believe that if you will see this through a different perspective and paradigm, it will revolutionize your life in so many ways. At the time, it was very challenging for me to come up with a list of things to be grateful for. Um, I remember times just staring at the page, like, what in the world am I supposed to write down? What am I supposed to put here? What am I supposed to do? And it it was challenging. However, it was something that I committed to doing daily, and after a while it got a lot easier for me to do. In fact, it became so easy and so rewarding that it was one of those things that I looked forward to every single day. And so I refused to end a day without finding something in that day to be grateful for. Uh, those um, are some of the most important um, moments and lessons for me because it really taught me what matters and what doesn't matter in life and how we put so much emphasis on things that really don't matter and don't have significance to my life. Um, But what happened is I've become so skilled at this gratitude journaling that now I can write pages of things um, and pages and paragraphs of things that I'm grateful for pours out of me because it's become 
such a way of life for me. At the time, it did not seem very important or meaningful to me. However, as time went on and I found myself in some of the darkest seasons of my life, that journal meant everything to me. You know, a lot of people don't really get the gratitude journal because, let's just be honest, in our day-to-day life, in the normalcy of our lives, we don't really see the value in a gratitude journal. We don't really see the the value in listing and writing things that you're grateful for in your life. But when you find yourself in dark times and turbulent moments and seasons in your life, gratitude takes on a new meaning to you. And I know that in some of the darkest moments of my life, it was gratitude that ultimately preserved me and anchored me in those moments. And so with tears streaming down my face, I wrote. Um, This is going to be one of those transparent episodes because that's all I know how to be. That's the only way I know how to help you is being transparent. There are a lot of people that won't talk about those kinds of things because they want to portray uh, this certain image to you, and you're not any less powerful because um, you're transparent. In fact, vulnerability is power, and I'm not going to go there. Uh, when I found myself feeling broken and in pain, I wrote. Uh, when I found myself heartbroken over betrayal and toxic relationships, I wrote. When it felt like my business was going to collapse and all the odds were stocked against me, I wrote. When people laughed at my dreams, I wrote. Uh, I just want to be honest with you. Um, I believe with all my heart that we can't just give people the highlight reels. We have to give them um, the true essence of who we are and the true experiences of our lives. I don't even have the time to begin to go into the depth of adversity that I have faced in my life. But one thing that I can tell you is that in all of those seasons, one of the common denominators beyond my faith was me having that gratitude journal and me, even with tears staining the pages, I found something to be grateful for in every season of my life. And so in all of the great things, yes, I've written 12 books. Yes, I've won numerous awards. I've been recognized as an iconic leader by one of the top media platforms in the world. I've been on power lists. I've been featured in some of the top magazines in the world. I've been recognized as a thought leader. All of those are great accomplishments and accoutrements of success. But I'm telling you that in the moments of adversity and difficulty, nobody cares about the awards you've won. Nobody cares about the television shows you've been on. Nobody cares about what magazines you've been in. When you find yourself in the trenches of despair and adversity in your life, I'm telling you that gratitude is going to be one of the anchors that is going to have to carry you through and push you through until you're able to come out on the other side. In all of these moments, I can truly say that somehow I found a way to be grateful. So if you really want to know what has kept me and what has preserved me, um, then I would say that it is God and maintaining a grateful heart. I believe that a grateful heart 
is one of the most important assets that you can possess as a human being. More than your car, more than your net worth, more than your assets, the greatest asset you can possess is a grateful heart because a grateful heart becomes a powerful demonstration of what it means to live an unbreakable life. In your lifetime and in your experience, there are going to be many things that present themselves to you that have one intention in your life, not just to shake your life up, but there are some things that are going to come in your life that are going to try to absolutely shatter you. And what do you do in the most broken and despondent moments of your life? You have to make the decision that you are not going to break. And let me tell you, it's hard for an ungrateful heart to declare and to decree that you are going to be unbreakable. But when you maintain this grateful heart and this grateful attitude, it does not matter what challenges come up against your life gratitude is going to pour out of you. It doesn't matter what difficulties emerge in your life, gratitude is going to come out of you. And so a lot of people look at me and they say they don't understand how you've been able to keep standing and keep pushing and keep enduring even when the odds were stacked up against you, even when it seemed like everything around you was getting ready to collapse. You have always been consistent and you have always remained the same person and true to who you are. And I'm telling you that the only reason that I have been able to do that is because I have maintained a grateful heart. I'm not telling you that everything will be easy. I'm not telling you that you won't encounter difficulties or challenges along the way. I'm not telling you that there are not moments that you'll be met with tears, met with distress, met with pain. But I am telling you that if you can maintain a grateful heart, you can come through anything that will ever emerge or happen in your life. I believe, I believe, this is my belief, that gratitude is one of the most powerful forces on the planet. Gratitude is one of the most powerful forces on the planet. You know, I'm recalling a conversation that I had with a good friend of mine years ago when my business was really struggling and I was really making that judgment call. Is this something that I'm going to continue to do or am I walking away from this for good? And I remember in that moment saying to myself and saying to this individual that regardless of what happens next, I can still find a reason to be grateful for this moment and this season in my life. And even though everything did not change automatically or overnight, I believe that that heart response was the catalyst transforming that season of my life. And here we are, that business is still standing and that business is thriving because gratitude is really an anchor and a pillar in my life. Gratitude has a way of shifting your focus from the circumstances of your life and centering you on what matters most. If we could be honest with ourselves today, we spend too much time looking at the highlight reels of other people's lives and not enough time living our own lives. Let me say that again. 
We spend too much time looking at the highlight reels of other people's lives and not enough time living our own lives. And let me tell you from experience and what I know from uh, people in the upper echelons of life, everything that glitters is not gold. And a lot of things that appear to be uh, perfect are not what they seem to be. And so what I want you to do is to stop focusing so much on what's going on in other people's life, stop focusing on what you don't have, stop focusing on what your life is not, and focus on the blessing that is in your life. I feel like, excuse me, this comparison trap is the thing that cripples most people's lives and existence. We're always comparing ourselves to other people that we can't appreciate who we are, where we are, and what we do have in our own lives. And this is a recipe for misery. Comparison is a recipe for misery. And there are a lot of people that are miserable because they are constantly comparing their lives up against other people. I always tell you, I'm not in competition with anybody. I'm competing with the last version of myself to become the greatest version of myself. That lesson transformed me years ago, and it let me know that I don't have to live up to this person's opinion or this person's expectation or this person's standard. All I have to do is be the best version of who Jamel is and to show up as that version every single day. And it takes all of the pressure off because I don't have to try to impress you. I don't have to try to win you over. Either you like me or you don't like me. Either you love me or you don't love me. But at the end of the day, my happiness, my joy, and my peace is not dictated by your response to me. So whether you love me or hate me, I love me. And so it takes a mature person that has done a lot of soul work to make a statement like that. Most people can't say that. They'll say it, but their actions will betray them, and they will go right back to being a people pleaser and trying to make everybody happy. Let me tell you what I can tell you from Uh, 30-plus years of experience, you will never make everybody happy. And if you make that the compass and the guiding light of your life, you're going to be miserable because in your attempt to make everybody happy, you're going to become unhappy. And not only that, in what you think is making other people happy, they're still not happy and your life is still miserable in the process. So the best thing you can do is love people, be there for people, Um, show up for people where you can, but don't make people your standard or or your idol. Love them, but have boundaries and respect yourself enough to honor those boundaries in your life. Gratitude allows, um, it's powerful because it shifts your perspective. That's what I meant to say. Gratitude is powerful because it shifts your perspective. Instead of focusing on what you don't have, instead of focusing on what's not working, it gives you the ability to focus on what is working in your life. And let me tell you, you would be amazed. I'm telling you, even in some of the most horrible moments and experiences of my life where you would say, there's not anything that you can find to be grateful for in that situation. Yes, it is. I found them in those moments, and even today, 
I've been doing gratitude journals for over 20 years now, but even today I can look back on those old journals and I'll find myself weeping because I remember where I was then and it was so amazing to me that you would st- I could still find something to be grateful for. I could still find the blessing in that day, the blessing in that moment. Even when it just seemed like nothing was working or moving, I still found something to be grateful for. And that's the power of gratitude. It shifts your perspective. It lets you know that regardless of how scarce your situation is, there is abundance. It lets you know that no matter how dark your life is, that light comes. How hopeless your situation looks, hope comes. How dreadful your situation comes, there's a defining moment that's going to change your life. And so I don't know who I'm talking to today, but I want you to develop this perspective of gratitude. I'm telling you, if you will begin to change your paradigm around the circumstances and situations in your life, you'll be amazed at how your circumstances and situation changes. The truth is that whatever you are thinking is constructing your present reality. And so we, because we're being negative and we're focusing on uh, what's going wrong or what's not working or what we don't have, we think that that is going to attract the abundance and the opportunities and the things that we want to see in our lives, but it's attracting more of what you don't want because that's coming a magnetic force to magnetize that thing into manifestation. And so if you think about what you don't want, you're going to continue to get what you don't want in your life. If you think about what you do want, you begin to attract that into your life. And so what a lot of people don't understand is that gratitude is exactly why their lives are stuck in the position that it's stuck in. You complaining and murmuring about your life and what's not working in your life is not going to make your life better. And so you have a responsibility to yourself to begin to construct what I call a gratitude paradigm or a gratitude consciousness to operate in that space of gratitude on a continual basis. Because let me tell you, you're going to face some moments in your life that are dark, that are despondent, that are tragic, There are things that are going to come that are literally going to uh, feel like your heart is breaking and shattering into a million pieces. And what are you going to do in that moment? Are you going to become bitter? Are you going to be enraged? Are you going to become angry at life and the world? Or are you going to still find a way to maintain a grateful heart, even in a disheartening situation? Uh, Whatever... Um, when you develop a gratitude paradigm, you shift your perspective and you begin to see abundance in what once looked like scarcity. You begin to see hope in what once looked like hopelessness. You begin to see uh, victory in what once looked like defeat and an impossible situation. In reality, the circumstance may not change, but your perspective can always change. And this is the power of gratitude. Some people say, Jamel, all of this sounds good, but why should I keep a gratitude journal? Why should I operate from a gratitude paradigm? Because 
It may not change the circumstances in your life, but it will change your context of the circumstances in your life. And what you learn is that when your context of the circumstances change in your life, that's where the real change happens. Because guess what? Some things may not change in your life, but if your perspective and attitude around that can change, then guess what? You can change and your life can move forward. There is no circumstance that should have the ability to cripple you, but this requires a change in your perspective and your paradigm in order for that to become a reality. A change in perspective brings peace even in moments of chaos. This is why you need gratitude in your life, because when you find yourself in dark moments, chaotic situations, you've got to have the ability to maintain perspective so that you can have peace in chaotic times. You can be unrattled and unfazed in moments of uncertainty and tribulation and crises and despair. Gratitude is powerful because it adjusts your attitude. Oh, this is a big one. Gratitude adjusts your attitude. And there's a lot of people in the world today that need an attitude adjustment. A lot of us will say, yeah, I can name a few. Well, guess what? Some of you that are saying that you need an attitude adjustment in your life because you're negative and toxic. You're complaining You are pessimistic. You never have anything good to say. You're always the uh, skeptic. You're always the person that sees the worst. You can never see the best in a situation. And so uh, what I'm telling you today is that gratitude is powerful because it will adjust your attitude. And I really believe that if you can adjust your attitude, anything, can become possible for your life. Too many people in the world today feel powerless because they have given their personal power away. For the sake of time, I will not go into how we give our personal power away, but I will say that one of the ways that we give our personal power away is through a negative attitude. Write that down. One of the ways that you give your personal power away is through a negative attitude. I believe that a positive attitude is a magnet for transformation. A positive attitude is a magnet for breakthrough. Write that down. A positive attitude is a magnet for breakthrough. And so I believe that kindness is one of the greatest commodities and currencies on the planet. When I find myself encountering difficult and hostile individuals, Am I going to stoop to their level? Am I going to maintain kindness? Kindness is powerful. It has the ability to dismantle and disintegrate the most toxic of hearts and environments. I've seen it. I've gone into hostile environments, and I've just remained kind. I've remained um you know, courteous, I remain professional, and I have seen how kindness has totally dissolved that toxic environment and atmosphere. It changes the atmosphere of the environment when you operate with gratitude and with a kind heart. And so a lot of time we're so busy, I'm going to tell them 
about themselves. I'm going to tell them how I feel. Well, at the end of the day, that's ego. And you may feel a momentary sense of relief because you feel like you were right and you get to say what you wanted to say. But at the end of the day, that didn't do anything to improve anybody's life. You being negative, you being nasty, you being rude does not help anybody. And so one of the greatest things we can do is to shift our attitude. And as we shift our attitude, we shift the environment and the climate around us, and things will begin to change to accommodate our presence and purpose. I can't stay there. Attitude is powerful because it determines your mood and ultimately determines how you move. Why is attitude important? Because it determines your mood and it ultimately determines how you move. And so your mood affects all of your movements. And a lot of us are like, I don't understand why my life is moving in this direction. Look at your attitude. Look at your mood. How are you approaching each day? I'm amazed at the number of people that wake up with a nasty attitude, wake up complaining and ungrateful. You have not even begun the day yet, and you're negative. Um, You need to reset what is off. You're not centered properly. Get your heart centered and enter your day with a sense of gratitude, with a sense of calmness, with a sense of peace. Be the atmosphere changer. That's what I always tell myself. I'm going to always be the atmosphere changer everywhere that I go. And I've seen it. I've seen people that are hostile and ready to go off, and they're like, I don't know, just something about you that just diffuses all of that, and they become very calm and peaceful because I changed the atmosphere. Notice I didn't change the atmosphere by yelling I didn't get into a shouting match with them. I didn't do anything to appease my ego. I just showed up with gratitude and with a a peaceful disposition, and that began to change the environment around me. Attitude is an emotion that dominates an environment and creates an atmosphere. Let me say that again. Um, Attitude is an emotion that dominates an environment and creates an atmosphere. And so check up on your emotions. I always say our emotions should enhance our lives, but they should never enslave our lives. And there are a lot of people um, that are living their lives controlled and dominated by their emotions. My emotions will never dominate me. I'm in control of my emotions. And, you know, people always say, I can't help myself. Yes, you can. You are in control of your emotions. You have to learn how to regulate your emotions. That when you say, and you know the people that say, this is just the way I am. Well, your emotions are out of whack, and you need to get your emotions into proper balance. You need to learn some self-discipline and self-control. Otherwise, you're going to walk around like a ticking time bomb ready to explode on every person that you come in contact with. I can guarantee you two things with that. Number one, you're going to live a miserable life if that's your disposition. Number two, you're not going to have any relationships in your life because people are going to become afraid of you. They're going to withdraw from you, and nobody is going to want to have any kind of dealings with you because of your attitude and your disposition. You may not be able to control everything that is happening in your life, but you are always in control of your attitude. 
Nobody should have the ability to affect your attitude. I don't care who they are, because for them to affect your attitude is for you to give your personal power away to them. And so a lot of people are like, they made me do it. They didn't make you do it. You gave power away to them for them to do that to you. And so what I'm telling you is that you are always in control of your attitude. And um, at different points in my life, I have maintained an attitude of gratitude. How do you maintain an attitude of gratitude? You maintain an attitude of gratitude by protecting your heart. You've heard me say this before. The heart is not just the organ that pumps the blood. It is the seat of intentions, um, desires, motives. It is the epicenter. It is the, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? It is the central station and headquarters of your life. The heart is the headquarters of your life. And so you have to protect your heart. And in order to protect your heart, you can't fall out with people. You can't allow people to... Uh, push um, emotional buttons with you or to push psychological triggers with you. You have to have boundaries in place. You have to know where to place people in your life and to not put people in the wrong places. Um, you protect your heart by allowing, uh, not allowing what you're going through to infect you. Let me say it again. You protect your heart by not allowing what you are going through to infect you. There are a lot of people you can tell when things are not going well in their lives. They become toxic. They become hostile. They become negative. They become a totally different person. Why? Because they allow what they are going through to infect them. They become so infected that they become poisonous, and they become poisonous to everyone around them. You have to protect your heart. I'm not telling you it's easy. There are moments that you, you don't want to do it, but you have to do it because you have to maintain your personal power and you ultimately have to preserve and protect your peace and not allow anything in your life to steal that away from you. You um, also understand that you have to refuse to allow your failures to define you and to refuse to be um, ruled and governed by your disappointment. So um, you can't allow failure to define you. I always tell people failure is never final. Failure is not a barrier to success. It is a building block for success. And so you have to change your perspective around failure. You failed, but you are not a failure. And so you get up from that failure, you learn from it, you grow, and you go to the next level. But you do not live in captivity to that because whatever you allow to hold you captive, you give the power to cripple your life and destiny. So that's a moment, that's a season. We get up from it, we learn, we get better, but we do not allow those events and experiences to control our lives. When you maintain an attitude of gratitude, you always come out on top. I know we live in a society that says that nice nice guys finish last. That's a lie. Nice guys finish at the top. Um, just because you're nice doesn't mean that you're a pushover. I believe that a pushover will always finish last. But a pushover and a nice guy is not the same thing. You are not weak because you are kind. You are not weak because you are humble. 
You are not weak because you are serving um, our culture and this egomaniac society that we live in. Um, if you start mentioning words like serving and humility and, um, you know, operating from a pure heart, you know, people start to say, you know, you start to sound weak, but there's nothing weak about being humble or being a servant. And so maintaining a grateful heart will always cause you to come out on top. It doesn't matter what arises in your life or what things you encounter along the way. When you maintain a grateful heart, you're going to come out with the victory. It may not be immediate. It may not be momentary. But I guarantee you, in the long run, you're going to always come out on top and come out better. As we prepare to celebrate Thanksgiving, I don't want you to lose sight of what gratitude really means and what this day is all about. I feel like in all the commercialization of Thanksgiving, uh, we lose track of what this is really about. I mean, sure, we enjoy the turkey, we enjoy the stuffing, we enjoy all of the trimmings and the desserts with our families and our friends, but at the end of the day, that's not what it's about because that meal will be over. Everybody will go back to their prospective homes and towns and communities. But at the end of the day, gratitude and thanksgiving is so much more than a day on the calendar. It's not about you enjoying your favorite foods. It's about allowing gratitude to become a foundational pillar in your life. And I believe that when you embrace attitude of gratitude and a grateful heart, it transforms your life in profound ways. A lot of times we're looking for something deep, but we're missing the practical and the simplistic. Gratitude is a simple thing that can transform your life. When people come to me complaining about their lives and their circumstances, one of the first things I tell them to do, I want you to take time and write down five things that you're grateful for. And you'll be amazed at how the dispositions of people that came in angry and hostile shifts as they begin to refocus and recenter on what really matters in their lives. We all want to advance. We all want to go to the next level. We all want to be the greatest version of who we created to be. But we cannot be the change that we want to see in the world with an ungrateful heart. We cannot be the uncommon forces of revolution that we were born to be with an ungrateful heart and an undeveloped spirit. And so gratitude is powerful. And honestly, if it was not for gratitude, my life would have collapsed a long time ago. I mean, we can say that we're successful because of our education. We can say we're successful because of our networks. We can say we're successful because of our hard work. We can say that we're successful because of our discipline. We can say that we're dis uh, successful because of where we come from. And we could go on and on with a list of things. But I really believe that I am who I am, and the success that I have had is because I have maintained a grateful heart. For heart is a magnet and it will bring into your life opportunities, possibilities, breakthroughs beyond your wildest dreams. You may not be a journaler. That may not be your thing. But one thing I do want you to do as we go into this Thanksgiving holiday here in the United States, I want you to take some time in your breakthrough journal and just write out what you're grateful for in your life. I want you to look back over your life, 
over your experiences, over your failures, over your disappointments, over your challenges, over all of your life, and just find some things that you're grateful for. And, hey, if, if, if you really enjoy it, keep doing it. I'm telling you, I've been doing it for a long time, and it changed my life in so many ways. At the end of the day, you may not be grateful for everything that has occurred in your life, but you can find a way to be grateful in the midst of everything that is going in your life. And when you develop that gratitude paradigm and perspective, it changes the dynamics of your life in so many ways. Without gratitude, your life is missing a pillar, and without pillars, our lives collapse. A lot of people don't understand why their lives are collapsing and they're collapsing because they don't have the right pillars in place. There is always something that you can be grateful for. And I want to challenge all of us to make gratitude an important part of your life. I know for me, gratitude is not a day. It is a decision. It is a daily discipline. It is a practice. It is a way of life. And it transforms me over and over again as it is so embedded into who I am at this point. And I believe that gratitude will do the same thing for you. You would be amazed at how your perspectives change, your relationships change, your business changes, your mindset changes, your attitude changes, everything around you changes as you adopt this mindset of gratitude. And so I hope that in all of the things that I have said today that you have a better understanding of why gratitude is such an important life pillar. As I told you, in the good seasons, I wrote. In the bad seasons, I wrote. In the disappointing moments, I wrote. In the failures, I wrote. I always found something to be grateful for. And it has been a phenomenal tool and a phenomenal gift in my life. And I believe that if you will adopt this mindset perspective of gratitude, it will do the same thing for you in the days to come. One thing that I am grateful for is this podcast. And what I thought would be a small project that would only last six months to a year more than a decade later, is still here and touching lives in countries that you would not even believe. I'm grateful that for this community. I'm grateful that you tune in and you listen to me and that you apply the wisdom and that you give me the opportunity to serve you and to do life with you. Whatever your holiday plans are, wherever this season takes you, I want to say on behalf of me, on behalf of my podcast, on behalf of Jamel Sanders International, I wish you and your family a very happy Thanksgiving. I hope that it's filled with love, family, food, and important reminders of how blessed we are and how much we have to be grateful for every single day of our lives. I hope that for you this will be your greatest Thanksgiving ever and that this will not just be a holiday on the calendar, but it will become a consciousness and a way of life to which you live and see the world every single day. Thank you so much for allowing me once again to serve you, to do life with you. Have a happy Thanksgiving, and I'll talk to you again real soon. Be blessed.